Hi guys, we're back. We're back. Um, <laughs> we're back. Welcome back to No Chit Just Chat. I don't know why I said we're back like seven times. Um, I recorded this intro like 17 times actually, so I guess I was a little nervous. But we're back for the fifth time. Just wanted to let you know that we're back. <laughs> okay, so yes, welcome back to No Chit Just Chat. This week I am on my own. And no guest this week and kind of was sad, but also kind of excited. I love having guests on because it, it makes my podcast honestly easier because it's just more of a conversation and it's just me and my friends hanging out. But I also kind of like missed the more just in my feels or kind of just like personal stuff that I talk about on here. And I like talking about that stuff because I like to share my advice and my, you know, outlook on things. But I also, honestly, doing this and talking through things that I'm passionate about helps me learn. Like, I feel like I'm learning so much as I talk about these things. Like, the topic today, we'll get into it in a little bit. But, like, I feel like after I'm finished filming this, I'm probably going to, like, like already feel, like, a whole weight off my chest. And we'll get into why. So, first, I'm drinking... An orange, is it orange? Orange poppy. This is probably my, one of my least favorite flavors. I just needed to get it um, out of my fridge. So, yeah, it was good. I had it with my dinner. I had some pasta for dinner. I worked today. It was my last day at my one job. It was actually kind of sad. Like, I almost cried when I said goodbye to my boss. Because I actually really loved her. She was just, like, compared to other bosses I've had, like, she just... I loved what she stood for, and I just loved who she was as a person. And I've been saying a lot of goodbyes recently, and so, like, every time I say goodbye to someone in, like, right now, I just start crying. And so I was like, her husband was there, so I was like, I don't want to cry in front of them. So, there's that. But I'm excited to say goodbye to that place. Not because I hated it. Oh, sorry. I just, like, sat on, like, put my face on my microphone. Not because I hated it, just because, like... It kind of drained me a lot to to work there, but I really did love it. And I'm going to miss my girl. But yeah, I just had a very um, busy, busy day. It was so busy because they're like closing. And so everyone was like, got to get my last sales in, you know. And so, yeah, that was that. Um, I've honestly been having a quite anxiety-inducive day. And I just, that's why I kind of filmed this today, because I was going to film this tomorrow, which currently it's Saturday night. I'm sitting in a dark room with my salt lamp and my cat and a candle, and I just wanted to feel cozy today. I wanted to feel cozy, and I wanted to feel comforted, because I'm having a bit of a hard day, and I'm having a bit of anxiety, um, and so, you know, just the normal anxiety things that we all go through thinking everyone hates you when they don't and I have to remind myself that nobody hates me because I am a really nice person I think but yeah I've just been having a very anxious day um a lot about some anxiety about what we're going to talk about later um so that's been hard it's been hard so I just wanted to do something for myself tonight you know to like make my day a little bit better I feel like I've been having a lot of anxiety about loneliness recently and I've been feeling a lot of loneliness this has been kind of a thing that I've been feeling since honestly I went through a breakup in September um I feel like that was the beginning of the school year and when I started to commute and I don't know I never really felt lonely because I kind of always was like I was never alone when I was in a relationship like I was probably alone for like two minutes out of my week and I think I got just, and I first didn't love that. And then like I got really comfortable with it. And I was like, oh my God, wait. And I just got so used to like being with people all the time. Like working, hanging out with friends, living at home and, or being with my roommate at the time. And then living at home and being with people. And then being with my, you know, like the, my boyfriend at the time. And so I was just like always with someone. And then like when people, when like plans would fall through, I'd be like, oh, well, wait, I have a boyfriend. I can hang out with him. And I think when that ended, like, I kind of had to look face-to-face with, like, 
look at all this alone time you're going to have now, which in a way it is a blessing because I am a bit of an introvert and I do love to be alone. But I realized recently how much it kind of scares me to be alone, which is weird. And I think I need to work through that because in the past I've never been scared to be alone. I've enjoyed being alone my whole life and I still do to an extent, but this year has definitely been really hard for me because, you know, I've already done two years in college and the majority of time in college, the majority, I will say there was weekends when I lived in dorm or I lived in an apartment where I I was alone, you know, but I still lived with a friend at the time. And so I think it's just been really hard to like see myself every weekend being alone. And I don't want to have like a pity party for myself every weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a blessing how much alone time I've had, but it's also been very hard because I've been, when you have a lot of alone time, it has you really face a lot of the thoughts that you are dealing with and anxieties and intrusive thoughts, which something I've learned in in this new year is how many intrusive thoughts I have. Oh my god, I get I get intrusive thoughts like every five fucking minutes. And I'm like, could you just be quiet for five minutes, please? Like, I'm literally trying to breathe. So, that's been what I'm kind of struggling with. Sorry, I'm biting my nail. <laughs> so sorry if you like hear me be quiet for a minute. I was biting my nail. So like, you know, this weekend, a lot of my friends were out of town, busy, and then like half my friends are studying abroad. So I was kind of like left with myself. And... I kind of was like, oh, I don't want to hang out by myself. And I think that's an okay thing to feel. You know, I think it's an okay thing to feel to not want to be by yourself. But also, like, when you're st- when this is your only option, you kind of have to learn how to have fun. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I'm just going to film my podcast tonight because I think that will kind of make me feel a little less lonely. But also, I think tonight is a good night for me to just sit with my emotions and write about it read, you know, take a shower, take a bath, watch YouTube, which I just watched this beautiful YouTube video by Emma Chamberlain that came out like five hours ago. It was just about her. It was titled like memories from my childhood. She just talked about like memories and things. She like visited her hometown and I don't know, it was just very comforting. And so I might just watch that tonight. I might watch my favorite movie, which is Persuasion with Dakota Johnson. Um, Everyone should watch it. If you like period pieces, I recommend watching it. But yeah, I'm just trying to battle these loneliness and intrusive thoughts because the thing is, I get so stuck in the now of like, I have no one hang out with this weekend. I must be a loser. No one likes me. But then I think, okay, literally on Tuesday, I'm hanging out with someone and then I'll win. Like during the week, I'm packed. And so I'm trying to acknowledge that, you know, I'm not, that I'm allowed to, you know, I'm trying to acknowledge that maybe I don't want to be alone every weekend and maybe this is something I struggle with and that I need to work through, but also it's okay to not be feeling like I want to hang out by myself all the time, but also to appreciate my alone time because I'm literally from like Monday to Thursday, my weeks are packed and sometimes Sundays and also now there's a cat on me. Lily, what are you doing? Okay. She was vibing with the pod. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to like appreciate it because during the week I wake up at like 7 every day and then I get home at like 10 and I'm just go, 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 go the whole day and I just want to be able to like settle in, you know? And so that's something I'm working through and that's how I'm kind of feeling. Um, and currently there's a cat on top of me and I want to snuggle with her but I don't want her to ruin the audio. Do you want to come here? Come here. You can sit on my lap. Do you want to sit on my lap? Hey. Sorry. I got to take care of my child first. She comes before anybody. Hello. Okay, Lily's going to chill here with us. So, yeah, that's just how I'm feeling. And I just kind of wanted to say that, you know. So, if anybody else is feeling that way with whatever you're going through, you know, I'm going through, like, just living at home and being super distant from the people that I really love, like, my friends. Like, I I love my family, but I, I just love my friends in a different way that is... You know, that I just can't explain. And I miss being around my friends. I'm just in a, you know, when you're 20 years old, you just, you want to be around your friends. Okay, can you guys hear my cat purring? Lily, I love you. But mommy's filming a podcast. Go sit over there. Can you come sit right here? She's a little pissed at me. Come here. It's okay. 
Sorry for that, guys. I gotta take care of my girl. So, yeah, I just wanted to set that scene because, you know, sometimes we don't always have to feel like, I feel like when I do all these podcasts and especially with social media, like if you follow the Instagram, like I definitely post more just like highlight reels of my life because it's fun. It's fun to post fun stuff on your Instagram, but I want to keep this podcast a place where I feel um real and authentic and authentic to me means just telling people how I feel, you know? And so I just wanted to kind of set that scene. So now I kind of want to get into some of my current fixations. You know, we got to we gotta update y'all on what Gabby is listening to, reading, obsessing over. So, oh, wait, is there anything random that I'm obsessing over right now? Like food? Okay, I've been on an avocado toast kick. I have been eating avocado toast every single day. So I just got to say that out there. Um, it's really good. I do a little, I do avocado, lime juice garlic powder, pepper salts, and then red crushed, like, red pepper flakes. It's so good. It's so good. And I yesterday, well, no, today I went to Trader Joe's before this, and I bought some little ciabatta rolls, but they're, like, everything ciabatta rolls, and I'm going to make that uh, for my avocado toast tomorrow. I've actually, oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm having a realization. So, for a couple of months, I, you know, I'm a really big foodie, if you know me. I love to eat. I love to, like, just, I loved, I love eating. And something I loved was breakfast. Breakfast was my favorite meal of the day. And then, honestly, when I went through a breakup, um, I, like, stopped eating breakfast because, I don't know why, like, probably because... The first day after I went through a breakup, I cried in my breakfast. So, like, I probably was, like, a little traumatized from that. But, like, I don't know. I, I mean, there was definitely times when I stopped eating um, for a little bit because of grief, you know. But I, like, lost this love. Okay, this is so cliche, but, like, this is just a realization that I'm having right now. So, like, this is just a delusional thought I'm having. So, let me have it. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. Um, So, like, I hated eating breakfast and I wouldn't eat breakfast at all just because, like, I don't know, made me sad, and, like, also, I just was lazy, and I just realized I'm getting back my breakfast kick. I have been making breakfast every morning. The other day, I made pancakes, and guess what? Tomorrow, I'm waking up at 8, and I'm making pancakes, and then I'm going to work out, so that goes into my other fixation. For probably the past four months, I have been on, like, a workout grind, and not to bring up breakups again, but, like, it did start because I went through a breakup, and I was like, oh, I gotta look hot, you know? So I did that, but now I'm, like, in my workout, like, era. I work out, I mean, I was going every day a week, and now I don't really do that because I it really killed me last semester. Over winter break, I did every day a week because, like, I, was, I had nothing else to do besides work. Now I'm doing three times a week. If I do more, that's great, but three is bare minimum, and I've been doing good. Like, since school started up, you know, it's three days a week. So usually on Mondays, I go to my Zumba class. Tuesdays, me and my friend Emma go to cycling class, which Emma was on last week's episode, so y'all know Emma. We do cycling classes on Tuesdays, and then we go get tacos after, so that's kind of our thing. I hope we keep that tradition for a while, because I think it's really cute. And then for the rest of the week, I'll try to find, I'll usually go to cycle bar. I like cycling classes, because I'm not really like a big weightlifter, I'm more of a cardio person, and I think once it gets nicer outside, as spring comes, I'll probably more run, because running was something I wanted to get more into in the new year, and I've been, I did it more at the beginning of January, it's kind of since school started, like, faded out, which is okay, you know, we're, we're living our best life still, but yeah, I've been obsessed with working out, and actually, it just makes me feel, like, really good, um, I don't think I've lost, like, an insane amount of weight, which is fine, because I didn't want to do it to lose weight, obviously, I did want to lose like a little bit of weight just to look more toned, but it wasn't like my main goal. I just wanted to feel good and I wanted to feel like, just like, you know, that feeling after you work out and just feels good. And I just wanted that three times a week and just feel healthier. And I feel like along with that, I've learned to just eat a little bit better to keep my body and to keep my body, you know, feeling good. And I'm really proud of myself for that because usually every time I try to pick up a, um, workout kind of grind I give up in like a week or two weeks and it's been four months and I'm pretty freaking proud of myself because that is good so yeah those are like the random things I'm obsessed with currently listening to been obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo especially Guts like that album is I think better than Sour 
It's so good. The best song, in my opinion. Oh, that's hard. I love Bad Idea. I love Love is Embarrassing. I love Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. And I love Getting Back. And I actually have been loving Vampire recently. That one's been coming in slowly because my friend showed it. My friend didn't. I knew what it was before. But my friend played it the other day. And I was like, wait. I didn't realize how good this song was. Also, I have found my love for Noah Khan again. I used to love Noah Khan. And then I kind of lost the love for him. And then recently I've been listening again. And I just, I realized how happy he makes me. Like him as a person, but also his music too. Like, well, his music, but also him as a person. Like his music is sad, you know, like it's good. It's There's happy music, there's sad music. A lot of them are about breakups. A lot of them are about like past people or just feelings. And I think he just captures the way we all feel about certain things in such a beautiful way. But also like him as a person, he is so funny and I think he's the cutest human being in the whole entire world. And so, hold on, my cat's being crazy. Okay, okay, sorry. We haven't, um, we did not ask for a guest this episode, but I guess we have a cat guest. But, um, I just forgot how much I loved him. And I feel like, you know, after a long period of, dark and despair that I was going through and I still feel like there's days when I have hard days which is life that is life there's always going to be hard days I feel like after four months of dealing with heartbreak or grief or loneliness whatever shit I was going through last semester and you know still working through like I feel like finally I'm feeling a little bit of myself back you know because I'm starting to eat breakfast again, like I said, and enjoy it. And I'm starting to enjoy, you know, being with myself and enjoying Noah Khan, which was something I didn't listen to for so long. And, and I'm I'm just realizing how much I missed him and how much he brings so much joy into my life. So I'm thankful that that man is back in my life. So definitely current faves. Well, my all-time favorite song by him is Homesick. But I've been loving um, the Busy Head ep album i don't know what it is that one's really good and lastly um listening to music wise victoria monet i have been listening to jag her album jaguar 2 it is so good um my favorite song is either cadillac or smoke or on my mama um on my mama yeah they're so good. They're just... Mm, God, I can't even explain how good they are, guys. They are just good. Just go listen to it. Go listen to it for yourself. I think I mentioned this last week, but Victoria Monet, if you don't know her, she wrote a lot of songs for Ariana Grande. They have that one song together called Monopoly. So, you definitely know who she is after I just said that. But yeah, listening-wise, those have been the top people. Um... The Aces are kind of coming back because I heard they're going on tour and I might be going to see them. Um, Obviously, Calico by Ryan Beatty. I love that album, but I'm kind of out of the obsession of it. Oh my God, Japanese House. Japanese House, Touching Yourself, Sunshine Baby. Those songs eat me alive. So those have been like my music obsessions. I feel like there's something else. Um, The Beaches, their album is so good. I listened to it a lot in September, but I kind of started listening to it again. Okay, watching wise, so I saw Mean Girls. I thought it was literally the most amazing thing in the entire world because I thought it was like so. I thought it was as good as the first one and the original one. Um, but it was also like different and updated and more like with the times of now and not however many years ago back in the 2000s but it still had that funny aspect to it where it was just like it was just so good Renee Rapp slayed everyone slayed and everyone was so funny um I'm not gonna lie Chris Briney did bring my sexual awakening back to life and I was like damn I need a man's well I don't need a man's but you know I was just like damn I miss like having a crush that's what exactly I felt because he looked really good in that movie I don't know if he was the best pick for um, Aaron, but he looked good. I won't lie. So then also, so I saw that. It was great. I want to go see it again. Probably will go see it again in the future. Okay, next. I have been obsessed with um, Trixie Mattel and Katya Watch Netflix on YouTube. So they're like two drag queens and they're 
I mean, I feel like a lot of people know who Trixie Mattel is. I didn't know who Katya was, but they are so funny, guys. So they just, like, watch movies or TV shows on Netflix. And it's, like, on a channel that's run by Netflix. But, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is so good. I love, if you know me, I love commentaries. I love reviews of things. So when I saw this, I was like, let's give it a try. And I just got to say, like, I literally love their humor. Like, I think I have drag queen humor because they're just so sexual. They make everything sexual. And that's, like, really me. Um, So I've been loving that. My favorite one I love when they do, like, the reality TV. They'll do, like, Too Hot to Handle or, uh, like, Love is Blind. Oh, the reality dating TV is gold when they do it. They are so funny. I recommend it. I've also been watching a lot of, like, along with movie commentaries and movie reviews and, like, TV show reviews. I've been watching music reviews, which specifically I watch this guy. His name's... His, um channel is ht hayes i think he was like a producer a little i don't know if he still is but he's like done some stuff in the music industry but his name's troy and he just like looks at out he just like finds albums that are popular and then just like reviews them and more for like i kind of wish he did more we did more about the lyrics too because i'm very much like someone who loves a lyric but he more does, you know, the production. He reviews the production. He does a little bit of, like, he reviews the lyrics of it. But I just, he's so funny. He, like, he knows what he's talking about, but he's also so hilarious. So it's just, like, you're being educated and you're learning about music, but you're also just having a good time while he dances along to the songs. And he just, like, loves it. And I, I love it. And I just have so much fun. I've watched probably every single video of his. And then I just get, like, new, you know, new music recommendations because he just listens to every genre. And I love it. So love him. And then um, lastly, this is a new one, The Book Leo on YouTube too. I've been on a big YouTube kick, guys. Like, I feel like, when's the last time I watched a show? I tried to watch Good Girls on Netflix and I got bored. So it's not a bad show. I just got bored. The one guy, like the evil guy in it made me uncomfortable. And not in like a cute way uncomfortable. Like a weird, a cute way uncomfortable. What does that even mean, Gabby? There is no cute way to be uncomfortable. Like, I thought I thought he was hot at first. No, he's just a creepy, like, weird guy. So I wasn't feeling that anymore. And the main girl fucking annoyed me, so I was over it. But then, like, nothing really was like, there's no new shows. And then I was thinking of rewatching something. I was like, I could rewatch Outer Banks. I could rewatch Pretty Little Liars or Vampire Diaries. And I was kind of just like, I don't want to. So I was like, you know what, we're just going to watch YouTube. I love YouTube. I kind of need to get off of it, though, because it does rot my brain. But I found this girl, the book Leo, and her, her content is mainly about books. And I've watched her sparsing, sparingly, sparsingly, is that even a word? Sparingly throughout the years. But the a couple of weeks ago, she, well, another hyperfixation I've had is the new Hunger Games. Like, I saw it three times. I was obsessed with it. And I couldn't understand why. And then she made this video about, like, the backstory behind Snow's character and, like, why he is the way he is. So kind of, like, the philosophy or the psychology. And she just got so into it and it just got me thinking so hard. I don't want to spoil anything because everyone needs to go watch it. But it just more talked about, like, philosophy. And sometimes I do get very intrigued with philosophy and philosophical thinking. So I needed to watch that. So I got into that and she just posts so many good videos about books and trope, like book tropes and like different genres. And she's also just so relaxing. Like she's always filming her videos with a cup of tea and like candles. Oh my God. I think she's, I think she's Irish. I can't tell. She has some sort of accent. Love her though. Um, so yeah, I've been, those are my top people I've been watching. Reading, I'm reading all about love right now, which I did read this last February, so almost a year ago. And then I kind of got bored of it, like, three quarters through, so I stopped. And then I started reading it, um, again, and I really have been enjoying it. I have been wanting to get back into my reading, but I don't know, like, everything has been boring me. And I think I realized, like, I used to be into a fiction kind of thing. But now fiction is not really my vibe at the moment. I do love fiction sometimes. But right now I've really been in like a self-help non-fiction mood. Because I've been in like the mood to like learn, you know? And so I'm reading all about love. And it just talks about ways. I feel like it just talks about 
how we can learn about ourselves, how we can learn about love, how we can learn to love, how we can learn what love means. So much stuff about love. And like the one thing she really talks about is like how much like we are not taught we are not taught to love. Like no one teaches us how to love properly. And it's because like try to define love. No one even knows what it means. We all have a different interpretation of what love really means. And so it's just like kind of doing a deep dive into like love, honestly. And I've been really enjoying that. I want to read, you know, more self-help nonfiction because I obviously enjoyed Eli Rallo's book that I read in December. That ate me alive. I ate it alive. It was such a great book. So I kind of want to read Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Allerton. Aller, is that her last name? Yeah. Um, And I also kind of want to just get back into reading so that I can get off my socials. Because I honestly, as I was talking about loneliness, I think being on social media so much. And I've been on it more just because of this podcast and been posting. And I love Instagram. But like I have to take myself off of it. Like I don't have TikTok. And I don't have Snapchat. The only socials I use are, like, I use YouTube a lot. It's probably the one I use the most. Instagram. And those are, like, the only, you know, I use LinkedIn. But LinkedIn is not going to kill me alive. But Instagram, I absolutely love Instagram. It's just, like, it's just hard because I'll see all my friends doing things. And obviously I love my friends and I'm so happy for them. But then it just makes me feel lonely. And and I just I just don't want to feel way anymore so I'm trying to take I think I'm gonna try to take like a week off of doom like just scrolling obviously I want to post for my podcast and maybe I'll post like a little January dumb because I love doing those but like honestly I'll post and then I'm out you know I need to like kind of take a break from like just the scrolling of aimless scrolling mm-hmm. so I'm gonna try to get back into reading this week and also painting I've been painting a lot I'm trying to paint lots of V-Day cards I only have about four right now, and I need to mail two out, so I need to, like, get on that grind. So I'll probably do that tomorrow night after I do homework. And, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, like, that's, like, the updates. Um, We're back in school. I'm not taking, like, actually, I feel like this semester is going to be really easy. Um, I have one crazy teacher. I thought I liked him. I thought he'd be, like, a cute, liberal old man. He's actually a crazy old man. So, that's great. Um... I'm in sustainability class, which I'm actually enjoying learning. I feel like I'm enjoying learning about all my classes. The only one I haven't really enjoyed so far is, okay, I, I'm i doing life on planet Earth. And that's where the crazy teacher is. Hopefully he never listened to this podcast, you know. But, like, I love biology. I love biology. I've always loved it. So I wanted to take that class because I was like, oh, it'd be easy for my science credit, whatever, whatever. Um, he's just like talks, he always talking about is like dieting recently. And I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about dieting? This is not dietrician. This is not a dieting class. This is not a nutritional class. This is a science class about life on planet Earth. So let's just hope that the next couple weeks is good. Because I am excited to learn about that stuff. I'm in a theater class for my fine arts credit. I am enjoying so much of it. It is so fun to learn about theater because I am a bit of a theater kid and I used to be in high school. So it's really fun to learn about that. And then I'm in sustainability, which is my minor. So I'm very passionate. I'm finally, I changed my minor last semester. Um, and I'm happy for myself. It was fashion media before. So it was a lot of journalism, which I don't dislike journalism. It just like isn't for me. But I'm really excited to learn about sustainability. And then I'm taking computer apps, which is actually super easy because I took planning in this class called planning and buying last semester, which is basically like I'm learning the same exact stuff in this new class with the same teacher. So that's good. And yeah, that's all the class. Is that all? The, oh, and then I'm taking I'm taking fashion forecasting, which is really cool. And I, I think it's going to be really easy. I honestly forget about that class, but I need to remember. But yeah. That one is definitely the one... I feel like the hardest class is going to be sustainability. I don't know, though. No, it might be... I don't know. Right now, I feel like... mm, I feel like I thought sustainability was going to be harder, but it doesn't feel as hard. I feel like I'm excited to learn about it. So we'll see. We'll see. I will keep y'all updated on that. So that's what... I feel like that's my little spiel of, like what's happening in Gabby's life. Um, I'm enjoying posting for this podcast. I have noticed we are growing a little bit and I'm getting very excited because 
I really love doing this podcast. I, I've noticed that like my whole life, I've had small outlets that have that have like helped me be creative. Like when I was younger, I wanted to have a YouTube channel, and then like um, for a while, I had a blog. And then I have this and I really want to stick with this because everything is kind of dwindled down. And the reason it's dwindled down is because I get nervous that people are making fun of me. Like I just care about people think. And eventually I just came to terms with the fact that no one cares what I'm doing because I don't care what anybody else is doing. And a lot of the stuff that I was thinking like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird for doing this was all in my head. And I realized how I whenever I think about this podcast, I get so happy because I love it. I love having people on and chatting. I love teaching. I love like I love like giving my outlook on things. And I love just like talking. I love talking. So like I want to keep this podcast going for 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 so long and I want you guys to like come along with my life through me because I I love getting invested in other people's lives because it kind of makes my life more fun so if you think my life is fun you should become invested in my life and also if you are someone who knows me you should ask to be on the podcast because I I want as many guests as possible so yeah that kind of gets us into like the real the real gritty stuff of the day you know so today I kind of want to talk about like I wanted to talk about singleness. I know V-Day is coming up and I am single this V-Day. Um, and I'm happy about it. I'm very happy about it. And I think it's going to be a great V-Day because I already have some things planned. But we're not talking about V-Day. We're going to have, I'm getting, I'm going to have a V-Day episode in like two weeks. So don't, we'll get there. We'll get there, my V-Day gals. But I want to talk about singleness because I have been single for a very long part of my life. And then I was in a relationship and now I am single again. And I feel like I was so secure in my singleness before I had a relationship. Or I thought so. And then I was in a relationship and then I kind of got out of it and I realized I was secure. But I wasn't as secure in in my singleness as I wanted to be. I feel like something I really learned was like when I'm single. And let's just get into this first. I've learned that being single can look different to everyone. Being single to some people means going on 10 dates a month, hooking up with people, dating around, whatever, whatever. Having casual sex, whatever you want it to be. And then for some people, it could look like, it could look a little bit more casual than that. Maybe talking to people on Hinge but not really going on dates. Or it can look like what I'm doing. Actively not dating. So I've always been someone who, like, when I'm single, I just kind of like to be single. I don't really like to mess around with dating. Um, That's just never really been my forte. And I think, and I hope one day it is because, and I think one day it will be. Because I do want to do that, like, I'm going on a bunch of dates, I'm speed dating, I'm serial dating. Because I think it sounds really fun. And I think as I get older and I'm more ready to, like, settle down and meet someone who I want to, like, spend a life with, I think that will come into fruition. And I kind of want that to more happen when I move out of Ohio for my career because I don't want to stay here. And so I don't really want to meet somebody who wants to stay here because I don't want to sacrifice. I just, everyone is different. Everyone is different and everyone has different things. And a lot of my friends who are in relationships or or who are less career driven and more, you know, driven towards love and stuff like that. They're very much like, they're like, you know, when you love someone, you will give up things and I think that is 100% true because I think love is a bit messy and I think that's why I'm a little scared to start dating again because I know how important my career is to me and it's probably more important than anything right now to me um not anything I would say a relationship because it's not more important than my friendships it's it's probably as important as my friendships but like relationship wise I know that like my goal my whole life is to be to move out of Ohio and get a career in fashion and I need to, for myself, I need to get that goal to fruition. I need to make that goal happen. I need to live on my own. I need to have my own career. I need to be self-sufficient. That is something I've been working towards my whole life. And I don't want to stay in Ohio. And if I did, it'd be Columbus. But I do not want to stay in, I do not want to stay in Ohio. And so I do not want to fall in love with someone and then have to sacrifice that. Which I think that is unhealthy. You shouldn't have to sacrifice that. I think it should be a compromise in a healthy relationship. But sometimes compromise means like, okay, we'd stay in Ohio for this many years. And then we, I I just, I want to do what I want to do with my career right after college. And so I'm kind of trying to stay single. 
currently um there is a small part of me though that still is like i want to have a boyfriend like i miss being in a relationship i miss guys i miss being a girlfriend so much i loved being a girlfriend it was probably my favorite occupation i've ever had it's just fun it's fun it's flirty it's cute and i miss it a lot and so i do miss that but i also i don't want to sacrifice my career for someone right now and that's something i'm really solid on and I think that's a good thing because I know that one day, you know, I'll get my career, I'll have a couple, you know, I'll have some years in it and I'll work hard and I'll be self-sufficient and I'll pay off my debt. And then I'll maybe eventually be like, I'm ready to settle down and maybe compromise some things because I really want to fall in love. And who knows? Yeah, I think that's what will happen. But so right now I'm in my single girl era and something I realized when I became single again is how much... I put pressure on myself to be, to have my singleness look a certain way. And like I said, singleness can look any way you want it to be. And I always wanted it to be like, when I'm single, I have to be hooking up with a bunch of people. And I have to be having casual sex. And I have to be going on a bunch of dates because that's cool. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're single. Because that's the norm. And I feel like, through, I mean, that's what I felt like throughout high school. I didn't talk to guys. I wasn't ever in a relationship I probably had just like little crushes in the hallway but it just seemed like all my friends were either in relationships talking to guys or having casual sex and hooking up and that also happened in college and so I was always like is there something wrong with me like why don't I want this you know like I really enjoyed being on my own and being single and we'll get into more of this but being single isn't bad and I thought in the past it was but it, it really isn't and so I feel like once I got out of a relationship, I kind of was like, I kind of was hit with these thoughts of like, okay, I need to get back out there. And my whole point of healing when I got broken up with was, okay, I need to heal so that I can be ready to get back out there, which really held myself back because that shouldn't be the reason you heal. The reason you heal is to heal yourself. It's for you. And now I'm on the right path. Like I am healing great. I'm doing great. I honestly feel like the grief is over. Um, I'm more just trying to rebuild myself after going through a relationship that I lost myself in, you know? And so I'm just trying to rebuild myself. But I'm like, I just kind of realized after that, that, um, you know, I wasn't, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be this kind of person, to be this person who goes on dates with a bunch of people and blah, 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 all these things. And none of those people are bad. Because my friend Emma from last week is doing that and I'm living for her. I'm living vicariously through her. And I'm loving that she's going on all these... I mean, she hasn't gone on any dates yet, I don't think. But she's got some plan. So I'm excited for her. But she's on like her, like, let's be on the dating apps. Let's have fun. And like, it's so fun to see her having fun through dating. And I want to be there one day. But I know that right now, I just have this feeling inside of me that I'm not. And I think when I tried to get back on dating apps and try... It felt super uncomfortable and I could tell that my heart wasn't open to dating again because I would get these matches and I would, I would literally see these like attractive men and then I would try to find in my head, I would just be like, okay, let's find a way to, to press X on them because my heart isn't open yet to love. And so I was kind of like, you know what, my whole life I have been actively, I have been actively not dating people when I'm not in a relationship, but subconsciously I've always been like this isn't a good thing and this is bad I need to be this type of person I need to be the girl who's going on dates I need to be the girl who's having casual sex you know and like I'm not saying that's not me I just don't think that's me right now and so I kind of sat with myself at the beginning of the year and I was kind of like you know what how can I be I want to be single how can I heal this part of myself and I said, you know, I need to sit with the uncomfortableness of I'm going to be single and I'm not going to talk to any guys actively. You know, like I'm not on any dating apps right now. I'm not talking to any guys. I am a single girl who is does not have a crush. I don't, I don't like anybody. And that is scary. I think it is really scary to be nothing to nobody, which I'm not saying I'm nothing to nobody, but in a romantic sense, yes. I am nothing to nobody. I am no one's crush. I am no one's girlfriend. I am no one's... I mean, who knows? Someone could think I'm really hot in my class. And, like, they should because I am hot. But, like, 
I was just like, you know what? I need to take a couple of months to learn that this is okay. That this is something I want. It's not that I'm forcing myself to do this. It's more like, like even today, I think about like, do I want to start dating again? And I can just feel this part of me that's just like, no, not yet. I am really busy and I also just enjoy my quiet time. And I do feel that part of myself that's still like, I miss being in a relationship because I do. And that, and I, I appreciate that part of me because it shows me that I didn't lose the part of myself that wants that. I just learned that I'm allowed to be single and not talking to anybody or hooking up with anybody. And that's okay. It's not uncool. It's actually a really boss bitch because it's what I want to do. And I think doing what you feel is right is a sleigh. And it feels good, and it doesn't matter what society says. And it honestly, in society, it was my own pressures. Well, I think it was society putting pressures on me that I put on my, then I eventually put on myself. And I want to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Like, I want to be able to feel one day, like, that I want to date because I want to date, you know? And when I got back on those apps and I was just doing it to, like, basically get someone else in my pants and also just to, like, move on, like, I don't want that. I, when I start dating again, like, I don't, when I start dating again, I don't want that relationship to have to do with getting over someone. I want it to be pure, and I want it to be a real relationship, because I just, that's just not who I am, you know? I want to be with someone because I want to be with someone, not because I want to get over someone else. So I was like, you know what? I need to kind of, like, fall in love with being single right now. That is my goal. I am trying to fall in love with being single. It is quite hard because let's ask ourselves this. Why is being single so fucking hard sometimes in this society? And I'm going to give you the damn answer. At least my answer. My answer to this is our culture and society's hyper fixation on romance and love. Romantic love in particular, you know. Oh my god. I cannot, like, we, especially as a, as a woman, we are literally raised on Disney movies where the whole plot is about finding romance, which I do not think, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out right here, I do not think romance is a bad thing. I want to fall in love. I want to meet someone super, so badly, so badly. And I think being in a relationship that is healthy and with someone that you love or are learning to love and that you feel happy around that complements your life is a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful and amazing thing, and I want to experience that. But I think being in a relationship just to be in a relationship is BS, and I think a lot of people do it because we have this super hyperfixation and romanticization of love in our society. I think everyone thinks, I have to be in a relationship, I need to be in a relationship because being single is bad. I'm going to tell you this, being single and being in a relationship, there's not a better, there's, no, there's not one that's better than the other. They are both on the same playing field. Being being single has perks and being in a relationship has perks and they both have they both have disadvantages too. Period. That's all I gotta say. I mean, that's what I gotta say because the thing is, like, being single, I love it, but I also love being in a relationship. And I think we put being in a relationship on this high pedestal. And we treat single being single like it's a waiting room for a relationship. We treat it like, oh, well, now that I'm single, I have to just wait around for the knight in shining armor to come pick me up. When in reality, there's no knight in shining armor. Let's just let's just get it straight, guys. There is no knight in shining armor. There is no prince charming. That's be that is bullshit. And that's a lot of that's a bunch of BS that society and pop culture teaches us because we watch these Disney movies and we watch these romance movies and there's just such this fixation. And I'm even hitting a wall right now trying to think of things to explain this because it's just such this big wall that like everyone feels like being in a relationship is the best thing in the whole entire world. That we just we just just what's the word? We just Oh my god, why can't I think of this word? We just, like, forget how important other things are, too. I think you should acknowledge that, like, and this is something I needed to work through my whole life. I've always been someone who's like, I don't want a boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, I did. And so I needed to come to terms and acknowledge that, like, I want a boyfriend and admit that to myself, and I did. But then also I needed to come to terms with saying that I don't want to obsess over this. It's okay to want a boyfriend, and want to be in a relationship and find a partner. But it's not okay when it's your only desire. And I stand by that. 
It's okay to say, I want a partner and I want to be in a relationship. But when that is your only desire, because you're super hyper fixated on it, and there's this huge romanticization of like being in love, it's unhealthy. Because being in love isn't everything. I think being in love and finding someone who is great for you is an amazing thing. But other things matter too. And I think we need to take this illusion of romantic relationships off the pedestal. We need to realize that it's okay to be single. And honestly, as I've realized this, I have come to this new this new feeling in my heart of like, I'm okay. I'm okay to not date anybody for 40 years of my life. Like, if I didn't date anybody for the next two years, I'd be great. If I didn't date anybody for the next 20 years, I'd be great. Because I kind of sat with myself. And I would always get so anxious about finding someone, and I still do. I still sometimes think, like, will I ever find love again? Will I ever be able to love someone again, you know? Um, But I kind of sat with those feelings, and I kind of realized, like, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel so anxious. And so I kind of, and I'm always like, oh my god, I'm never going to find anybody, I'm never going to find anybody. I think a lot of people think like that. So I kind of asked myself, okay, what if I don't find anybody? And you know what I thought of? I thought, okay, well, I'd have a lot of time to focus on my career. I would be able to move wherever I wanted to. I would have great relationships with my friends because I'd putting I'd be putting a lot of energy into them. I would get to use all my money on me. I literally would be able to live out my life in my in my own terms and not have to compromise anything for anybody. And I'm not gonna lie, that sounds really beautiful. And I'm not saying that if I found someone which I do think I will find someone one day. Um, I'm not saying that if, I, that if I found someone, my life wouldn't be beautiful. I'm just saying that if I didn't find someone, it would also be beautiful. And that kind of took so much pressure off of me to be like, oh my God, what if I never find anybody? Because the thing is, we all think that. But what's the point of thinking that? It's just making us stressed. It's just making our lives a living hell. Because we don't know if we're going to find anybody. And someone once did tell once someone did tell me once, you know, if romantic love is something you want in your life, it'll find you. And I kind of just, I think that's just having faith. Because it's like, if having a career in fashion is something I want, it'll find me because I'll work towards it. It's the same for a relationship. And it feels different, but it's very similar. Because it's like, if a relationship is something I want in my life, I will find it. Because the thing is, I'm going to work on my... You know, I'll work on myself. I'll work to find it. I'll work on myself to be better for my next relationship. I'll work on myself to learn that being single isn't bad and work through my anxieties. I'll work on myself and work through my fears of dating and being on dating apps and going on dates. And then slowly I'll meet people and I'll push myself and I will find someone. And if I don't, that's fine. I'll live in my beach house in New Jersey with all the money that I made for myself on my career. And I'll be like, I've got all these fun stories of me moving all over. Like, we have to stop thinking that our lives are bad if we are not in love. Quote me on that because that was fucking bars right there. I feel like we, we're like, if we're not in love or talking to someone or dating someone, we make our lives out to be so bad. And we compare ourselves to all of our friends who are in relationships. I used to compare myself to every, to all my friends in relationships. And I used to be like, all my friends are in relationships. What is wrong with me? Why don't I have a relationship? And honestly, when I looked at it, I have more friends who are single than in relationships. I just focused on that more. And I'm so happy for my friends in relationships. But I'm also like, it's we're on different journeys. And we have different paths. And that is fine. But I just think we need to teach ourselves that like being single and being in a relationship are on the same pedestal. Not even on a pedestal. Or if, you know what I mean, like they're on the same level. One is not better than the other. And I am just trying to learn that too. I am no perfect. But those are the things I've been thinking about. But like, you know, I think being single is also so hard because of the anxieties that come with being single. Because of these romanticizations of love. We all think about like, we compare ourselves to people in relationships well why can't I be in a relationship well why aren't they why didn't they go through a breakup with their boyfriend like I didn't think I like you know it's just like we compare ourselves we compare everything and that's also why I want to get off social media because I'm tired of fucking comparing everything in my life to other people um but it's like I'm gonna tell you this if you know somebody who's in a relationship and it looks perfect there's no such thing 
I'm not saying the relationship is bad because I know two people in my life who are in very beautiful relationships and they're not perfect. I hear about the things that happen and sometimes I'm like, fuck, that hurts. That sucks. I feel for you. But also, they're not bad relationships, you know? But don't ever think that someone's relationship is perfect. A lot of people thought that my past relationship was perfect, and it wasn't. Um, by any by any means, it was not perfect. And that's fine. So we need to... That's an, anxi- that's an anxiety that happens with singleness. Comparison. And then with that comparison, we make ourselves feel bad because we're not in a relationship. And then we nitpick, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not in a relationship? There's obviously something wrong with me. We need to stop. We need to stop thinking there's something wrong with us and... With that, I say, we also need to stop taking everything so fucking personal. Not everything's personal. And I'm going to point a finger at me right now because I do this. And I think a lot of people do this. We think everything is so revolved. We think the world revolves around us. It doesn't. It doesn't. I promise you, the world does not revolve around you. And I got to tell myself this too because we all are like, oh, that person didn't text me back. They fucking hate me. Oh, I'm not in a relationship. I must be a horrible person. I'm, there must be something wrong with me. No, I think maybe, no, no. No, there's nothing wrong with you. And if there is, work through it. You then work through it. Be self-aware and work through it. But like, usually when we compare ourselves to people and we're like, why aren't they in a relationship? And I used to do this with people all the time. I used to think, why are they in a relationship? Why am I not in a relationship? Like, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. They're just on a different journey. Point blank, period. It's not personal. Another anxiety with dating, which I mentioned before, is about the whole anxiety of I'm never going to find love. Or I'm never going to find love again. Or I'll never love again. And this is something I'm definitely struggling with. Because, you know, I'm in this stage where I'm like, right now doesn't seem like the best time for me to date. And it feels very different than a past version of myself. Where I was like, we're pushing ourselves to date. We're doing it. I don't fucking care. We're doing it. And now I'm more like, no. I want to date. But right now isn't the best time for me. And there's this very small intrusive thought in my head that keeps saying, like, is there ever going to be a time? Am I ever going to be ready to date again? Am I ever going to be ready to open my heart to a man? Because um, that shit's so scary to me, you know? And so I keep thinking of this, am I ever going to find love again? Am I ever going to, like, feel love for someone else? Am I ever going to fall in love, you know? And that is a really scary feeling. But also you have to kind of tell yourself, like, we don't know. And most of the time... The unknown is what causes us anxiety. It is so anxiety-inducive, the unknown. And sometimes you just have to be in touch with your higher self and just say, it's okay to have these anxieties because it's just normal. Everyone feels this way. I bet you, I think I know about 300 people. Basically every person I know thinks like this. Everyone thinks they're never going to find love if they're not in a relationship we just we just do this is just life this is what happens we always end up finding love also if you were listening to this and you are my age you are 20 we need to stop freaking out about finding love i give more grace to people like i do know someone who is a lot older and they're worried about not finding love and that i get that is anxiety inducing because you're getting old like when you're 20 when you're in your early 20s if you have a two as the first number in your age i think you can show I think we can all chill and just be like, you know what, it's okay. Especially if you were in your young 20s or your teens and you haven't been in a relationship. I used to hate on myself so much because I was like, I'm 19 and I've never been in a relationship. I'm 18. I'm 16. You're 16. You're 18. We don't need, you're fine. You are on the right path. You know, I used to be like, wow, I've never kissed. I didn't kiss. I didn't have my first kiss until 18, which is pretty fucking normal. But I thought it was so weird because I was like, everyone had their first kiss like 14. Everyone is on their own journeys. Let's remind ourselves that we need to stop comparing ourselves. And I just, there's no point. There's no point because even thing is, even if I do get into a relationship again, like I want to work through these anxieties now because yes, when I was in a relationship, I didn't have these anxieties. I really don't remember having them. But the thing is, they came back once it was gone. And so I want to work through them now so that, you know, maybe if I do go through another breakup, it doesn't have to feel so like I'm never going to find a relationship. But also, just for now, I don't want to have to focus my whole life on this anxiety of never finding love because that's a waste of fucking time. That's all I got to say. And honestly, like lastly about the anxieties of singleness, thinking, you know, I feel like when I'm single, I'm always thinking, well, do I deserve love? 
you know, I think back on past things that have happened in relationships with people, um, my friendships now, and just who I am as a person. And I think about, like, what do I even deserve love? And I think that stems a lot from things that happened in my childhood and things I'm still working through. And, you know, I think with intrusive thoughts, like I said, I have many intrusive thoughts that I just realized. This is when you kind of have to be in touch with your higher self and talk to yourself in a way like you are your friend. And this is hard. It is so hard to do this. It is it is so hard to like, you know, talk to yourself in a way like your friend, like I said. like So when intrusive thoughts come, especially about these anxieties of singleness that I've been dealing with, you kind of have to be in touch with your higher self and tell yourself, you know, it's okay to feel these anxieties because this is normal. Let yourself feel it. But then when it gets to a point when it's too much, you have to tell yourself, you will find love again. Even though it feels unknown, you will find love again. You will love again and you do deserve love. You know, I've come to this point um, in my life where, not even in my life, just, I don't even know, but I feel like sometimes I have the need to like prove myself to people But no, I don't think proving yourself to people is necessary. I think proving things to yourself is necessary. You know, like me being like, I do deserve love and this is why. Proving to myself that I deserve love. I don't need to prove to anyone else that I deserve love because that's not anyone's business. I need to prove to myself so that I can have the confidence and the ease and the comfort of saying, I deserve to be loved. These are the reasons why, point blank, period. So I think when a lot of these anxieties come up, not even just about singleness, I think when you're having any sort of intrusive thought about anything in life, you have to just let yourself feel it. Like, for example, I've been feeling very lonely and it's very hard because I don't want to feel lonely. I've felt this way for months, probably five months of my life so far. And it's not fun. You know, it comes every couple times a month. And I always think it's gone, but then it comes it comes back. And I don't want to feel it. But something I've learned is the best way to get through something is to go through it. Is that the right way to say it? Wait, how did I say this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best way to get through something is to go through it, you know? So, like, today I was at work and I was just feeling super lonely. And so I was, like, on the way home, I was just, like, let myself, I'm just going to let myself feel lonely. And I cried. And I cried my eyes out about it. And I was just like, I feel so lonely. And after I cried, I just said, you know what? But let's not let this anxiety overwhelm me and control me. Because that's when the sometimes intrusive thoughts turn into intrusive and toxic actions. And I think it's okay to let yourself feel the intrusive thoughts and have those feelings. But then telling yourself, you know, we're not going to let them take advantage of me. And so, like, with these anxieties of singleness, you know... Tell yourself when you're feeling like I'm never going to find love and my life sucks without love. It, it It's okay to feel that way, but also, like, remember that this society puts so much pressure on love and romance in our culture. And remember that, like, there are other things in life that matter. And something I've also learned is, like, there is other things in life that matter, like friendships and careers and your relationship with yourself. And, and many more that matter the same as love, romantic love, but what was I going to say? Oh my God, guys, I literally had the best thought and it just left my mind. Um, well, we're going to come back to that because I hope I remember because it was really good. Especially sometimes it's hard to record these by myself because I kind of get delusional and especially because it's almost midnight and so I'm like getting a little tired, but, um, you know, just remind yourself about these anxieties and remind yourself. Be there for yourself and remind yourself of the pressure that society puts on us to be in a romantic relationship. I remember what I was going to say now. So, you know, there are other things in this world that matter. You know, I feel like we put emphasis that only romantic love matters. But there's love for yourself. There's love from your friends. There's love from your family. There's love from my cat. They all matter. But also my whole life I was always like, Well, if I love myself, then I should just be satisfied with my life and I shouldn't want romantic love. 
because I tried to push down this feeling of like wanting romantic love because it feels so out of my control sometimes because of the anxieties I have with it. And, you know, I kind of just realized after being in a relationship that the reason I don't feel sad, completely satisfied isn't because I don't love myself enough. It's because, you know, the relationship that I have with my friends, those people, okay, here's what I'll I'll say. We have a million, we have like different tanks inside of us, you know, and only certain things can fill those tanks. You know, you have that relationship with yourself tank and love for yourself. And the only way to fill that is if you give love to yourself. And then you have your friendship tanks. And the only way to fill those tanks is your friends, your friendships. Those are the people who can fill the tank. And then it comes to romantic love. The only thing that can fill that tank is a partner. And so, you know, I would put so much pressure on my friends to fill that tank. But in reality, they can't fill that tank because they are not our romantic partner. Now, in a way, when it comes to friendships, like, I do think that a partner can be a friend, but if you are a heterosexual woman dating cis men, you know, it's going to be quite hard. Something I really noticed is I wanted my ex-boyfriend to be my everything. I want him to be everything to me. But a man is never going to fill the box of a female friendship. Female friendships are so necessary to life for a girl and they're just so beautiful and they're just this different kind of friendship that like you can't feel with anything else and my female friendships I love them they fill up my friendship tank and I love them but the thing is when I date someone in the future they're never going to be able to fill up the female friendship tank they might be able to fill up a little bit of the friendship tank because I want my partner to be my friend but they'll never be a female because I'm not a lesbian and I think even if I was like it's a different dynamic when you're dating someone compared to when you're friends with someone, you know? And so that, looking at it that way, took so much pressure off myself. It took pressure off myself because I'd always feel like I need, I'm not, I'm not loving myself enough because I'm, I'm still, I still want a relationship. It is okay for me to still want a relationship and to say I really love myself and I love my relationship with myself and I feel satisfied within that, but also to say I still want a relationship. And that doesn't mean that I don't love myself enough. It just means that I want a relationship. And I won't, my, me, like me, myself, and I won't ever be able to fill that relationship tank. Point blank, period. And I think in the future, it's going to take a lot of pressure off my future partner. Because I'm not going to be expecting them to be my everything. And I also, it's hard because I, I don't, I have been trying to take the pressure off my friends from expecting them to be my everything. Because one person can't be your everything. That is a big lesson I've learned. So... Um, that, that was that. Did I'm trying to see if I covered everything. Um, but yeah, okay, let's get into the last little thing. How am I preparing myself to date again? Because, like I said, I'm, I'm very scared that, like, I'm not going to be, ever be ready. But I'm trying to just, something I'm learning to do is trust myself. And this is with a lot of different things in life, not just relationships and stuff like that. But I'm trying to just trust myself and trust my gut because I have something I learned is a big new illusion of mine was to listen more. And when we think about listening, we think about listening to other people, but it also involves listening to ourselves. And in the past, I have never really listened to my gut. I always don't trust my gut because I get scared of decisions and I want to be able to listen to my gut and I want to be able to trust myself. And so I am trusting that I will know when it is right to start dating again. Because I will trust my gut and I will listen to her. And also just taking time. Taking time for myself and realizing that sometimes we get so stuck in the now of life. And I'm like, oh, this is my life. And this is my life right now. But just think, like, there's going to be a point when, when I will be in my life and it will be 10 years from this point. 10 years in the future, there's a whole life ahead of me. I am only 20 years old. And if I live for a good amount of life, I still at least got like 50 years, maybe more. There is so much life I haven't even lived yet. And so I just need to tell myself like, you're 20. You are 20, Gabby. Take your time. It's okay to not date now. Because guess what? You're probably going to move out of Ohio, which is good. And maybe it'd be better to find someone who isn't here because you don't want to live here. 
And just take your time and trust yourself that you'll know when it is right to start dating again. Because you will know. You will. And that's that. And I'm just trying to teach myself to trust. And within all of this time being single for the past four months of my life, I have learned so much about how to be single, how to... um what is the word? How to express my singleness and to accept how I like to be single and how to accept how other people like to be single, how to take pressures off myself and others and how to look at society and our culture and the pressures they put on us. And I've learned so much from that and I'm so thankful, honestly, for these months of being single because I don't think I would be the person I am today and the person who is learning all these amazing things and taking the pressure off herself and learning to be smarter and more intuitive with her feelings and realizing that being single is not a bad thing. Who said that? Who literally said that being single was bad? Society and probably yourself to yourself. And that's what I gotta say on that. That was my inner thoughts literally coming out. Um, I Sometimes when I do these, I like black out. And then I'm like, oh, it's been an hour. And I don't remember. What, I do remember what I talked about. And I think it was a really good episode. But I just like went on and on and on. And I was passionate, guys. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy these episodes. Because these episodes are more like heartfelt and tame. And just more sentimental to me. But I also love doing my episodes with my friends. Because they're fun and they're flirty and they're cute and like they're just silly and I love listening back to them so like I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode I hope someone learned something from this because I have been so passionate about this topic recently and I want someone to learn something about this and to accept it as part of their life and I hope someone can relate because I hope I'm not alone in this situation but yes thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast thank you so much for supporting my podcast this is something I'm super passionate about and it really shows me a lot of support if you guys follow my podcast um you give it a review it just it, it brings a lot of joy to my heart when people like the stuff that I share and I can see everybody who I don't see people I don't know who views it but I can see the views going up and the Spotify impressions and it's bringing a lot of joy to my heart because this is something I really care about so thank you guys so much and thank you for listening bye see you next week